adjustment disorder. I like that. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I am joined here today with the triumvirate. I happen to be Scott from Scottcast. I am fan favorite Ian Dixon. And I'm Sneaky D. But today you might want to call me Sneaky DJ. What's up? What? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I forgot completely that today is the day you are... Uh, putting in your diss track against Eminem. It's the first volley against the Goliath. You are David. David versus the Goliath. Yeah. Look at that. 2.0. 2.0. Coming in there slinging, man. Yeah. I'm going to throw rocks at that motherfucker. Yep. Sling one up in here. Yeah. Which is like, I think, British term for when you knock somebody up. What's up? Woo! Yeah. This is Buster! (laughs) White Claw Gabe. White Claw Gabe will be a constant presence for the rest of the podcast's existence, probably. I'm just... I'll just okay. let you guys know right away. But uh, we've got a fantastic show planned today. We've got David's rap, but we also have uh, some special guests who came in. I guess since Eminem made an appearance, uh, all sorts of celebrities, including fictional ones, have <laughs> have become Especially all about Scotland. Especially fictional ones. <laughs> Particularly fictional ones at this point, actually, yeah. <laughs> They're all about the Scott cast, so we've got a loaded-ass show. But before I just spill all the beans right away on the episode, let me check in with you guys. How are you doing this week? What's going on? Things staying nice and cruise and level in your lives? We haven't talked about each other's lives on air in a while. Mm-hmm. My life is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been attacked by a swarm of bees or anything lately, so I guess everything's going pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's been all right. It's been hot as fuck, but other than that, that's somewhat. That's what happens when it gets hot as balls out. Mm. Like almost all activity seems to cease. Yeah, if it's not absolutely necessary, you don't do it. Mm. See, that's so weird because then there's Florida man who just defies all of that logic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you think it'd be so hot out, he'd be like, "I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> Did you hear that uh, the famous Florida man did it again for Hurricane Lori? He traveled all the way to Louisiana for Hurricane Fall. And he stood there holding, was it American flag? Yep. American flag blasting metal in the fucking gust. Oh, yeah. The metal guy we were talking about before. Travels to all the hurricanes to ride him out. (laughs) It was like the headbanging thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like part of it, when I see that, makes me think, well, I guess hurricanes aren't that dangerous. I mean, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this one was only like a 4.9, like five miles an hour away from being category five. What? Whatever. What happens in category five? I don't know. Shit just gets more windy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. There's just more of everything. It's like Valhalla. The metal speeds up just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it intensifies. Yeah. Metallurgy so, intensifies. I do. I, I get. I, I'm, a, I'm a little jealous of people who have something in their lives that drives them so like that. Like that guy, you know, when he's like out of hurricane season, mm-hmm. he's the badass around town. Like he goes to the bar and people point him out. And they're like, that guy blasts metal at hurricanes. I think they're like, stay away from that guy. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Can I get an autograph? No, no, no. no don't do that, little, little Billy. You don't want his autograph. Why not? He looks cool. 
He's, he chases hurricanes. He'll give you hepatitis. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's contagious, I think. Uh, yeah, all right. So just a nice, lazy, hot weather time. Hmm? Dude, I've been busy as shit. Oh, oh, you've been busy. Okay. Not only have I had just an increase in all my job stuff, but been trying to, you know, on my spare time, write down a few, uh, few lines for, for Mr. Eminem after he dissed me. So I had to have a bit of a rebuttal, but you know, I'm a busy man. Can't just sit around all day in a trailer park coming up with rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just wherever you sit around when you, I'm pretty sure Eminem's out of the trailer. I know he is now, but I was just saying, (laughs) you know, yeah. Yeah, how can he make sick rhymes if you don't work at Detroit Stamping? I don't know. Maybe that's what I should have done. I should have just done some manual labor, channeled my inner blue collarness. You need to pick up your phone. You uh, get a, getting a is this to your lawyer being like, "Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> Stop! I can hear you. <laughs> Storm's coming, but it's not the storm you're thinking of. I dodged a storm to get here. Oh, you did? Oh, geez. Yeah, there's you a severe m- thunderstorm uh, in my area. Oh, okay. I was a. Uh... Looking at the I weather. Was riding away. I was doing the opposite of that guy. I was riding away from the storm. <laughs> listening to soft jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to some chill vibes on the way here. <laughs> because yeah. we got such a busy show planned today, I, I thought I'd get some of the kind of slower content. Um, here's the situation. Mm-hmm. You get to this level and like celebrities start noticing you. You feel obligated to respond in kind and to kind of like just let them walk all over you, really, because it's like, wow, this is a new opportunity and I don't want to seem like a dick. So this guy called this celebrity into Scott Cass. I don't know. He's first off, he's fictional. He's Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I don't know. He seems kind of dull, but he called in. He was really excited about contributing a segment and he basically didn't even give me a choice let me just show you guys what, okay. I, what i'm talking about yeah i had to cut like minutes out of the conversation i hope it's a fictional character i know <laughs> so i can laugh along thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh no hello who is this hello is this scott from scottcast oh yeah 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 it's scott from scottcast uh what's up who's this this is Hank Hill. I'm the assistant manager at Strickland Propane. I have an idea for a segment for your show. Hank Hill from Strickland Propane, like King of the Hill, Hank Hill? Do, do you want some, do you want to advertise Strickland or something? No, no advertising, thank you. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, what's up? I want to watch the latest Netflix dramas and send you my favorite lines for you to play on the show. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to do a segment? Okay. You must have that show itch again there, Hank. So what movie do you want to do? First movie I'd like to talk about is He's All That. She's All That? Oh, really? No, he, like a man, it just came out. It's on (laughs) Netflix. Oh, okay. I, I haven't heard of it. He's All That is a teen dramedy. It's the gender-swapping remake of She's All That. Imagine if She's All That were updated for the new age of 2021, and if the main male character was a bitch. Whoa there! Whoa! <laughs> we, don't, we don't say things like that. Well, what do you mean by, what do you mean this main male character is a bitch? He likes the Ramones. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> a I little guess that's bitch. Still all right. So what's the, what's the plot of this? What's the, what's the plot of He's All That? Basic plot is this. The most popular influencer in school takes the local punk kid 
and makes him prom king. Hmm. You, you must really love this movie. Yes, Scott. I loved it. It'll pull your heartstrings and make you weep while you laugh. Well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely uh, watch it and review it on the show and play your, play your lines. I guess uh, sounds sounds like a good thing. Also, my dad has a message about your rap battle with M and M. Okay, 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 okay. That's, I'll play that too. I sure, I suppose. But that, that's all. Okay, Scott. Play them in order and do a countdown. Your show is too disorganized. Yeah, well, at least I still have a show. Ooh. People know my show. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So that was Hey, Kill. That escalated a little at the end there. <laughs> yeah. I get a little... See, that's the thing I'm talking about with these celebrities. It's You, you kind of get stunned and... But, uh... I mean, you interject yourself into the Scott cast, you gotta expect a feud. Yeah, that's true. That's how you get introduced to Scott cast, I feel like. You just start a feud, <laughs> and you, you, get, you get your way in there. That's like your your exit ramp, you know, your entrance ramp, or some kind of ramp. It's how you enter the show. Yeah, everybody who's uh, enjoyed the show has enjoyed the show because they heard we were talking shit about them at some point. <laughs> just keep talking shit about people, and they keep growing. Yeah. yeah. Once I hear you're listening, uh, we ease up on the shit talk. It's like it's like the circle of life. They come in there, you're talking shit about them, that attracts them. Then you then you start sweet talking them. They become a part of the community, and then and once you know them well enough, you go back to shit talking about them. You know, I think that's exactly how Eminem got so famous. Because if you think about it, we never shit talk Eminem before he sent in a diss track. That's true. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just a strategy. Even at this point, just keep dissing. Just keep sending diss tracks. Yeah. Get everyone's attention. Well, it'll be boring for us to just talk about our mutual admiration from like it's a great artist, blah blah. Boring, right? Let's have them insult us. Get us <laughs> with the insults. Yeah. Yes. What if then. that's just like Eminem's favorite hobby? Like he just researches random people and like sends them diss tracks. Like, I mean, imagine that. Is that? <laughs> that would exalt him even over Bill Murray's status. You know, for his little random drop-ins yeah. being Bill Murray. Like, if I got... Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagined if I was a normal person who mm-hmm. didn't have such an illustrious podcast, yeah. that if I got a random just Gmail from Eminem, like he was stalking me, <laughs> <laughs> for purely for the sake to write about me. Just a prime, prime target. Yeah. Just I, salivating over it. I could see his body of work eventually, like, getting a Nobel Prize for like ethnography, really. Yeah. I mean, this guy sat Insulting down. <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize for that? No, I mean, yeah. Why not? You know? Yeah. Slinging lyrics instead it's of like, bullets. It's like random acts of kindness, except the opposite. It's like, <laughs> it's like random acts of pedantry, rap, yeah. RIP. Random acts of self-awareness. That's what rapping's all about. By the way, there's a huge storm. Yeah. <laughs> I told you the storm was coming. I told you I, I ran away from the storm. Now it's here. Now it is here. So Fuck. Everyone can definitely hear on our very sensitive condenser microphones every drop of rain. These are dynamic microphones, so thank oh, they God. Are? Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> I would actually be screwed then in this situation. Yeah. Shows what I know about podcasting. Right? You did a dynamic microphone with a gain preamp before the line, and that gives you that nice, beautiful vocal clarity without all that hiss. Yeah. Anyways. I like, to, I like to capture every moment. <laughs> I'm unfiltered all the time. What can I say? I must hear what my plumbing is like while I'm recording. Yes. <laughs> it must be in the file. I never know. I could hear some 
I don't know, something going on in the background. It could be used uh, as evidence to solve a crime one day. You hear, ah! <laughs> be like, what, what, at what timestamp did that happen at? Mm-hmm. The murder occurred at such and such time. You never know. Well, we got a lot of content to get through, man. We got to get through Hank Hill's thing because I promised on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. He sent that other clip from his dad. Uh, and then he also he sent he sent his own list of lines from he's all that. Oh, he's already got the lines from that. See, you know, when I heard that, I, I was thinking she's the man. So I'm totally off. Which one's she's all that? It's like the she's all classic, that like is when a man who's so cool dates a nerdy girl. Yeah, okay, yeah, he yeah. Takes and she takes the, her glasses off, and yeah. she's hot. oh my god, you're actually secretly <laughs> hot. It's like what the fuck? This is the Superman effect here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how how often like sunglasses give no just normal glasses. It's crazy how often normal glasses give you a hunchback in acne. Yeah, they get they like give her like plastic surgery. Like there, see, she was beautiful the whole time. Now you're ready for prom. So then she be does she? Well, I don't know if it's a spoiler. Does she become prom queen? He's trying to get her to become prom queen with him because he's prom, yeah, prom she, queen. They succeed, yeah, but yeah. of course in the term of events he falls in love mm. and he didn't think he'd fall in God love damn. he thought it would just be a soulless cold project turns out she's all that and like you, there, there's a lot of bad feelings because like imagine like some guy pl- plucks you out of the ether cinderella style and like does you up as a princess and it turns out it's only because you're like the ugliest person he could find he <laughs> <laughs> had like a bet there's like a separate movie they could have made there about betting they get the ugly chick to go to prom that's technically uh, what the movie is is yeah. it oh they bet yeah. okay i've probably seen this movie i just didn't been a long time okay because <laughs> that's definitely creeping in the back of my mind and this particular movie that hank hill is talking about is the remake of that that was released on netflix a week or so ago that features a, a, a female protagonist. So it's a, a, a bitch, a man bitch, apparently, <laughs> according, to, <laughs> according to Hank. It's a little problematic. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but uh, basically, it's an online influencer lady with like a million followers finds this nerd who likes the Ramones and he gives, she gives him a haircut and then he becomes like Jay Gatsby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, he becomes hot and stuff. Also, this guy was ripped okay. to begin with. He just had hair covering everything. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> he would have like that rare disease where you have hair all over your entire body. Mm-hmm. And then you like shave it all. And it's like, oh, it turns out he's jacked. I would say the designing principle of this movie is if you like the Ramones, you're not hot. Dude, that even... was the only thing they really changed about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so you don't have to watch this movie because it's a terrible movie i'm glad that he's saving us the time here yeah he's he sent in five clips he wanted me to count down from five to one his top five lines from the movie Mm -hmm. okay number five now that i lost my sponsorship i don't know how i'll pay for college that's the girl that's the girl she lost her sponsorship on Instagram or something? Yeah, she embarrassed herself online, mm-hmm. and she lost her Pilates sponsorship. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, now she can't go to college. But at the same time, if you're earning enough uh, money getting yeah. sponsorships on Instagram... <laughs> right. <laughs> we're not going to college to learn, that's for sure. Yeah, there's a little plot hole there. I think, I think Hank Hill's choices here kind of point to the flaws in the movie while also celebrating them. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Hank. Thank you, Hank. 
really getting us to enlightened on this movie. Okay, here's here's number four. If you weren't my brother, I'd say you were pretty hot. <laughs> so yeah, that was in uh, that was when the guy got a haircut. Mm. Came home. And his sister said that to yeah, him. Yeah, just trimmed the pubes a little bit, and then next thing you know, he's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, trim the pubes. <laughs> wow, you're hot, brother. I mean, incest porn, right? It's popular these days. I guess so. I didn't know that you could do that on whatever the social networking site she uses. Right, no, this was in Ireland. She has no OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. That would have been good. Yeah. That would have been good. OnlyFans is trying to clean up its act now, and they're screwing over there. Nope, not anymore. People, yeah, not anymore. no, but now they fought back. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we're, 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 we're protect the content creators again. Can you imagine that? Like, uh, if they actually followed through with that, like, what would you subscribe to on OnlyFans? Like, a caramel popcorn fucking site? What does that even mean? I don't know. They just <laughs> videos of caramel popcorn. Oh, okay, got people <laughs> like how it's made, caramel popcorn edition. Basically. Well, you take the popcorn and uh, well. Well, here's the caramel. Uh, I guess uh, you can probably figure out the rest. <laughs> another how it's made, lazy edition. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just blast through these. I guess we're not getting OnlyFans now. No. Well, we might get an OnlyFans. I'll get an OnlyFans. I'll they got their one. act back together. I'll start one. Okay. Do they have a podcasting module? You should. You should write in. Yeah. I'll get one if they have a podcasting. You should, uh, you should start one to generate some uh, buzz around your oh, taint. Yeah? Yeah, oh, the taint, taint only fans. <laughs> yeah, o- only taint, only taint. <laughs> OT. Yeah. Wait a minute, you got an OnlyFans? No, <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> exactly. So okay, so that was uh, that was four. This is this is number three. This is number three. This dog is bigger than my cat. She was shoveling shit. Okay. This dog is bigger than my cat. It's dump. Oh, okay. This is what I hate about the celebrities phoning in. It's uh, like yeah. they won't just record on their end and then mm-hmm. send it in. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, I don't touch that stuff. It's against union rules. Mm-hmm. So they, so we have to record their fucking phone screen. Maybe recording artists are better like Eminem. They know high quality audio. Here is number two. Thanks for having my ass. <laughs> that sounds like something Hank might actually say on the show. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I really appreciate it, guys, for having my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. No problem, me. Hank. I mean, he has kind of a diminutive ass on the show. It's a flat ass, and people make fun of it a lot. So I can imagine him like, like being buddies with this porn star who happens to have a diminutive ass. Won't ask, won't take. We got it. He didn't really describe why he picked any of these. Mm-hmm. I had to actually watch the film for context. So... This you is really a lot of work for fucking Hank. Get Hill. your research, man. I did, I did. All right. So here's the number one. This is a bit ominous with the thunder in the background. There we go. That was real. Okay, number one. Check out Captain Badass. My bad. I decided to keep that. Check out Captain Badass. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go, Hank. Contract fulfilled. Just good now no one has to watch He's the Man. Now no one has to watch He's the Man. We are doing a public service. If that was painful, imagine two hours of it. 
There's a lot of ass in that, those quotes. Ass-centric. Yeah. It's strange that all the celebrities call in talking about ass. About that ass. Yeah. Eminem talked about ass last time. He did, in fact, yeah. Yeah. How did you... How do you feel about that call-in? You know, I try not to incorporate too much of that negativity into my rap. You know, I try, I try to keep go easy on them for try round one. Try not to be too negative on your diss yeah. rap. <laughs> yeah, I, I basically it's like a, a flawed your approach. I don't know. It was like a soft entry. You know, it's like it, like if I need to go in harder next time, I will. But I'm just testing the waters. I don't need to be fully in that ass. Okay. Okay. Right up front. Yeah. Maybe just the tip. For All me. right. So I mean, but you are going toe to toe with a with Goliath. You know, there's no room for holding anything back i'm kind of yeah you don't i don't know, know. i'm you feeling know nervous me. now <laughs> feeling nervous that you I always got back. more in reserve i don't know if you'll be able to take have another shot though <laughs> <laughs> hey you only get one shot you know it's a chance to blow you should have fucking learned <laughs> lose yourself yeah is the uh you get <clears throat> one shot one desire <laughs> what is it yeah one shot do not miss your chance to blow Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better. I'm blanking on the the opening lyrics of "Lose Yourself," but yeah. Dun, 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 well, dun, take dun, that, Evan. I'm it did it last twenty years. It's like, look, if you had one shot, one opportunity to capture everything. What is, I don't even. It's it's, it's, it's one, one moment. It's like the movie trailer guy. Would you capture it? Yeah. Or just let it slip? Why do I why do I sound no, like I'm I do not, it? Alex <laughs> I sound Jones. Like I've been smoking. You're Alex Jones. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <Yeah>. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> well, we're gonna see if this works. But uh, before we do, we've got Cotton Hill. He's got a message for all of us, because in the end of the day, if Eminem's coming at any of us, he's coming at all of us. We got to band together. Even if David gets destroyed here, which sounds like he will. <laughs> Guess I shouldn't have held back. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to blow it all in one shot, you know? You know, it's it's about if the cast wins. Mm-hmm. You know, we can lose the battle. Just even the intelligence we'll gather today is good. So I'm going to, we're going to refresh a bit. Yeah. And in the meantime, we're going to play a little bit of advertising. We're going to use a time machine and try to charge Lucky Strike cigarettes today. <laughs> they still make those? <laughs> they don't. That's the time machine. <laughs> I didn't think so. I'll be like, hey, we're going to give you free advertising in 2021 in exchange for 20 of your dollars, which is a lot for them. <laughs> yeah. With inflation, shit. Yeah. We'll put in small a small fortune. We'll put it into a yeah, we'll put it into a bank with some good rate of returns, mm-hmm. collect it in the present era. Sounds like a plan. Right? Yeah. I call it vintage advertising. Hipsters love it. And that's that's how I sell it. Let's see. Lucky strike. Lucky strike. Here we go. Scientific tests prove Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. Scientific tests prove Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. That fact is verified by an independent consulting laboratory with more than 15 years' experience in cigarette research. The report from the consulting laboratory stated, based on our analytical findings, it is our opinion that Lucky Strike cigarettes are the mildest of the six major brands tested. And no wonder Lucky Strike cigarettes have been proved milder. 
For years, Lucky Strike has conducted a unique and vast program in research, in quality controls and manufacturing methods. And today, tomorrow, always. L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Fine, light, naturally mild tobacco with smoothness and mildness and never a rough puff. So light up a Lucky. Prove to yourself what scientific tests prove. Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand of cigarettes. Let your own taste and throat be the judge. For smoothness and mildness, there's never a rough puff in a Lucky Strike. And we're back. And uh, we're going to play another file. <laughs> <laughs> this this cast, just heads up, it's going to be so pre-prepared. I am already 60% confident in it. Sounds like a royal decree coming up. Hello, I am Cotton Hill, and you are all maggots. I heard you all were rap battling with Marshall Mavers. Well, isn't that cute? I'm here to tell you pansies the truth. That battling is war. Some of you may die, like David, but the rest of you are <laughs> war heroes. Either way, I'm proud of you, soldiers. Fan favorite, Ian Dixon. Scott from Scott Castle. I'm proud of all of you. Except David. <laughs> the only one actually entering the battle. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, how do you feel? Are you are you ready to drop the track? Somewhere? I guess so. With that kind of fucking pep talk, <laughs> you're not, you're not be. a lot of confidence here from oh. the hill. Definitely, definitely good. Glad we're we're not recording recording this live. <laughs> we like fucking destroyed already. <laughs> I heard you've been talking some shit about me on the email bag. You said, fuck you, David, your puns are bad. You're a pederast. Huh, that's just sad. Now you say my puns are bad like I'm just some nitwit. My puns are rad and you're full of shiznit. So I'm going to teach you a lesson about podcasting and rapping, okay? I'm not sure what it is, but be ready to be asked, what did we learn today? They call me Sneaky DJ. I am the disc jockey. Dishing out beef like a game of meat hockey. I'll pick up my play when it's left off without a hint of swagger. Dropping fresh lines that'll drop you like a mint dagger. Now people say you're a rap god, a wordsmith, this wheel slim shady. But I'm Pod King and there's no room for debating. My puns are punstoppable, your wordplay's a hoax. You're old enough to be my dad and you've been telling them dad jokes. Now I don't often tell dad jokes, but when I do, he laughs. Oh, you're so funny, Eminem. No, they be laughing their ass off. Now I recognize a choker when he jokes and when he jokes, he chokes and they boo you off the stage. He's like poking a pig, but a bit of that's all, folks. <laughs> yeah, you can be a dad, but at least you stuck around and props to you escaping your pop's baggage. But if you start beef with me, best believe that you have to live with this adage. We got one life to lift, and you should subscribe to my channel, onelifetolift.com. It's advice that you can handle. Now, Eminem, you got a sad bod, a dad bod. You don't know shit about fitness. I'll teach you human anatomy with a Norse god as my witness. Now, you can be Odin, I'll be Thor. You'll be sitting fat in your throne while I work the floor. Building muscles people can't ignore. Talking about fitness like you never heard before. Fitness with class. As I'm fitting this foot up your ass. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I attacking his personal health too much? Well, shit. If he didn't want beef with me, he should have gone vegan. Whatever. The guy named himself after a chocolate candy for Pete's sake. Should have been Kit Kat, because give me a freaking break. If you ask a Scott Castigator, name is the famous. They say Fred Flintstone, Jesus, and Sneaky D. Eminem is the lamest. 
people think I'm so fly. They see me next to that Pope guy. They point their fingers as they spy and they say, hey, next to David, who's the old guy? Now you think that rapid fast makes you sound so cool, but I got news for you. Spitting out nonsense doesn't make you rule, cause every time you do rap, quickly you sound like Fred Flintstone, yabba dabba do. Yes, I gotta admit you like Scooby Doo. You're a fraud, so I gotta take you back to school. Come and Mr. T, cause I pity a fool. Make a dream go true like magic, ooh. Nonsense surge like bibbity boppity boo. Woo! Guess Cinderella's witch is a gangster too. And one more thing before I get bored again Like Florida man, I gotta get this all wrapped up once more again Here's one more rap before we go Goes like this I'm a super colorful original telecommunicated transmitter of information Dropping out on fools with scientific rules in the underground podcast nation Fuck yeah, they fuck Woo! She Ha Well, I'll wrap this one up because my fans are waiting <laughs> With that fresh cheese they keep on grating and the music just stopped like a glitch in the ear And I'll stop a ditch right here Before you get too big for your britches in the rear Before I scratch my eye, I'll itch too severe Cause after Scott Cast, there's gonna be hella bitches up in here Woo! Yeah! After Scott Cast, there's gonna be hella bitches up in here Woo! That Jeez. is some shit! Motherfucker God damn Holy shit, that was good Let's follow all that? <laughs> I did, actually I wasn't even yeah. reading it That was awesome There you go, man, man. That was fucking good Shots fired Dude Eminem is probably pissing his pants right now. I hope so. That's why he's got his uh, <clears throat> he's got he's getting too big too big for his britches in the rear. Too big for his britches he, in the rear. Because he just shit himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need a an- annotated uh, David Rappler <laughs> <Probably>. link. <laughs> it came in pretty fast there. But yes, all right, one hundred percent. I will say this. Eminem will have to respond. Because <laughs> he can't pull a Clarence. Nope. <laughs> if he doesn't, then it's pretty much what we did. We just Clarence disaster. Right, yeah. And I do think if he does destroy you, you're going to have to be on the fucking, you're going to still have to be on the rap council. I would be okay if he like responded back and destroyed me. I would, I would take that. <laughs> just like you were talking about with the, <laughs> the celebrities coming in. <laughs> I'll just take a full punch in the face and be like, look. I mean, I've punched me here. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> well, it's not a scar anymore. I got the bruise tattooed yeah, back on. tattooed it back on there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. So, shit. We're Fuck about- yeah, baby. Woo! Woo! Sheesh. I guess that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of what he'll come after? Like, you think you got something? Oh, he has to do his research on me. He'll like, have to watch a lot of my one life to lift to learn more about me. Yeah, what if you're like, yeah, your hours viewed just spikes for the yeah. <laughs> The M&M researching network, I guess like it's a little yeah. band of people that do all their research or like you know, right? watching our stuff, yeah. You know he's got some sort of fucking research arm for Disson. Yeah. We need to get a research arm for Disson. <laughs> so anyway, upcoming on the old Scott cast, we've got B News and we've got little check-in with White Claw Gabe. Uh, he likes to talk every week about what he's doing, and he kind of puts off this vibe that, to me, it represents everything I hate, but at the same time, like, he is excused from my scorn. Because <laughs> <laughs> the man is so genuine. Kind of like, like watching a B-movie, but like a real person, like someone's real life. Like, you know it's bad, and you know that like you shouldn't like it, but you like it. Yeah, it's it's like it's so tasteless. It becomes <laughs> yeah. it becomes its own pop art or something right. like that, mm-hmm. you know. And White Claw Gabe, he speaks to me. He speaks of the consciousness of the times, and so I like to check in with him. You know, I've got a few I've got a few days we could check out. 
Uh, let's check out what he was doing on us on Sunday. Woo! Sunday, baby. Woo! Yeah. Fuck, baby. Fuck, yeah. Woo! Sunday. Sundays, baby. Woo! Sunday. Yeah, Sunday brush, baby. Fuck, baby. A lot of Sundays. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was a piece of information right there. Brunch. We got, we got an extra piece of context there besides Sunday. That was good. He has brunch in the fucking club. <laughs> <laughs> Strippers, baby. <laughs> Sunday brunch wings. with the strippers, baby. <laughs> and that's why I feel like he's just the most genuine man I've ever seen. He radiates authenticity. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. He's just putting himself out there, you know, casting that web. What's your favorite thing about White Claw Gabe? Mm. It's either the woos or the, I'm trying to think, there's either the woos or the yes, the, the fuck yes. Yeah. Or, or the sheeshes. There's just so much to pick from. I do like but the sheesh. I do think I was just saying the, the the sentiment about how he just puts himself out there. You know, he just doesn't give a fuck. Just that that's the main thing is he just just put himself out there. He doesn't really care if it's like ev- like cleverly edited or if it looks like it's semi staged because it is, and just doesn't care. It's just like let's go fucking jump in a pool and then like come up and he's got like his hair in his face and his eyes closed. And he's like, fuck yeah, baby. Fuck. Woo. White claw shower. Doesn't, doesn't care if he doesn't, doesn't care if he looks like shit. <laughs> well, maybe he doesn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless him then. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers are with you. <laughs> Poor white claw Gabe. I would have loved to see he's the man, but white claw Gabe. Ooh. I bet if you just give him a haircut, Oh shit. He cleans up. He would have, yeah. yeah. He would have been the perfect candidate for for uh, he's the, he's all that. He's all that. Yeah, that's the one. Whatever. Maybe they should start <laughs> okay. casting him. You know, I would see actually White Claw Gabe as any role whatsoever in any movie, particularly mm-hmm. classic. I would replace White Claw Gabe as much as I love Sam Neill with mm. Sam Neill in Jurassic Park. Oh mm. man, I would see that. I think it would be a little over the top with some of the stuff. Like if you swapped him out for some Shakespearean soliloquies, where it's just. Fuck yeah! I could fuck see him more as like a an, an Ian Malcolm. Yeah, yeah he's chaos. Fine he's chaos. Yeah. He's the rock star. <laughs> yeah, you can't just put him in any role. You know, he's got to find the right one. <laughs> and that's a uh, woo chaos theory. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. Yeah. Woo! Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> T Rex is busting out of the cage. <laughs> woo! Yeah! Fuck yeah, baby! Woo! Saturday! Woo! <laughs> playing the actual T Rex. <laughs> like instead of the actual T Rex, they just have White Claw Gabe's drunk. He <laughs> smashes through some shit. He's like, woo! <laughs> yeah! Fuck yeah, baby! Fuck! I'm eat that goat, baby! Woo! I am the goat! Woo! <laughs> I gotta go to the toilet, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm gonna eat that motherfucker! Hey, go fuck yourself! Any questions? How many followers do you have, White Claw Gabe? Woo! A million followers, baby! Woo! <laughs> you know what that means? Woo! That means I'm gonna get black out to that motherfucker! Fuck me! Fuck yeah! Woo! That means a million po- people are following me, baby! Let's go! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's getting his ass kicked. Woo! Let's go, Gang bang or something. Fuck me, motherfucker! Woo! Fuck me! Fuck yeah! Woo! You didn't know better, and you did have an OnlyFans. This is what I've noticed about White Claw Gabe. I think it's what draws me to him. I think he's a linguistic savant. Yeah. He's able to say the same thing but that's, with that's any combination of words. I've had Kyle's ass in my face for the last 25 minutes. <laughs> you know what? Eminem was listening to that diss track of yours just a few minutes ago. He was on the couch, and his face just like drooped. <laughs> It's like, just completely white in the face. And like the camera panned out 
And then all of a sudden... (laughs) (laughs) He's got to have a response. Otherwise, he is officially clearanced. I mean, that's really, honestly, the only thing that can happen in a rap battle. That's the worst thing to do is to not respond back. I responded back. What's the rebuttal? Yeah, let's rebut. The the, the ass. He wanted to lick your asshole clean. So, is that what he said? <laughs> well, no, no. He just wanted that, you to make that, it clean. Okay. Presum- <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he didn't want you to lick it. Because <laughs> that's a whole different story. I mean, I could have rapped a whole different way if I didn't know he was going that way. Look, it's not like I'm the guy who said it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we're not the only fans of White Claw Gabe around. Mm-hmm. While Hank Hill was sending all this stuff, I got another email from an encrypted source. And it was this audio file, and I listened to it. And it was none other than Dale Gribble's take on White Claw Gabe for his Sunday today. Well, yeah, baby, fuck. It's Sunday, baby. Well, <laughs> it's still the weekend, baby. If you're not partying, you're a motherfucker. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yeah. More looks entertaining like, than Hank. Looks like he's wearing a Scott cast hat. I just looked this guy up. Right? Dale. Dale? He would wear, yeah, Dale. He he's would wearing wear an orange hat. He would wear a Scott Cass hat and yeah. smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck yeah, Woo. baby. Fuck yeah. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Good thing we played the White Claw clips before we played those clips. Guess I made the right call. You didn't make the right call. What? You did. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did you agree with me that I did something right? <laughs> I was just I was thrown off a little bit there for a second. I was, I was like, like, wait a minute. No, I wasn't not, prepared no, for this, yeah. this fork in the road. <laughs> Scott's agreeing with me. Something something weird is going on. What's Storm's happening? brewing. What's your angle? <laughs> a big thing we're producing here in Scottcast is a fucking full ass feature film. Zombies. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about it a lot. And the truth of the matter is... Producing a film takes a lot of work, a lot of pre-production, a lot of production, and we're going to be talking about it till we're blue in the face. But at the same time, there's bee news coming out every day. Bees are some of the most active animals, news-wise, I have ever witnessed. Mm -hmm. And so we're making a good information-wise film, a nice tight-as-a-drum scientific film. Yeah. Where David ends up fucking a giant bee. <laughs> we're we're getting it right. I mean, it's only a matter of time until this is our reality, you know? Yeah. We really got to get this film out before shit hits the fan with the bees. Yeah, we don't want to be making a documentary. Right. Yeah, we want to fake it first. <laughs> so we're going to have... Uh, I'm going to try to put a concerted effort into putting bee news in every oh, episode. Like a little teaser build up to the... Yeah. Should the movie get people to care about bees, you know, because yeah. the more people care about bees, the more people will care about zombies. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teach them about the bird and the zombies. Yeah. You know? Teach them way of, how to live their damn life <laughs> through this movie, or at least how to escape imminent death. If you can't learn how to live, learn how to not die. There you go. In doing so and having Hank Hill on the podcast, being a celebrity who wasted so much of our time today with he's all that. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him to do me a favor, and I was like, Hank Hill, can you record the intro to B News for us? Oh. And he went another unexpected route. He did a parody of Billie Eilish's Oxytocin. And when I asked him why, he was like, because Billie Eilish, B-E. There you go. Mm. Yeah. B-E. 
here's uh, the intro to B News. It'd be cool if she had like a middle name that also had an E in there. I wondered about that, but maybe not enough like to Eileen, actually look for Maybe Billy Eileen Irish. Yeah, let's just I- go for Irish, that. Irish. That's canon here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Eileen, you know who we're talking about. Billy B. Yeah. Woo! All right, here he comes. Can't take it back once it's been covered in honey. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'd love to rub it in like propane. <laughs> you want me to listen in? You know what you need to say? Be news. Yeah. Nice. Be news. Be news. <laughs> be news. Nice. Wait, wait, sorry. Was that be nudes or be news? Just news. Need to, no, just need to pronouncing in that. You're the only person. I, I think I heard a soft who can't D hear in there. news without news. I kind of snuck a D in there. I think a snuck a sneaky D. That's what I do. <laughs> I sneak D's in. Okay. Oh. S- sneak a D in there. I think he did well. I think he did good. Yeah. up to my name. Really modern, tasteful choice. He seems to be on top of the latest music. Yeah, really. Because that oxytocin song isn't even an old Billie Eilish song. It's yeah. on our latest fair, our latest album. It was the last song she wrote on it, according to NME. He knows his pop culture references. Yeah. It's the weird Stays things he includes date. in these emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what makes, that's what must be what makes him king of the hill. Right. I don't know. I don't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> we all know King of the Hill for his uh, Hank Hill for his uh, hand on the cultural pulse, whatever you test pulse with. What would you use? Index finger? Test pulse? Usually it's the, these two tips, your index and middle finger. You got to do both. Yeah. It's like a double checking yourself. You're like, I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone just used their index finger, would you be like, this lazy motherfucker? You could technically do it with any sensitive appendage, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like drape the cock over the. <laughs> you're like your fingers are all fucked up. You're like, I guess I only got one option, <laughs> right? I mean, see if they got a pulse. Let me feel it with my sensitive. I mean, yeah, some people tip. like I've known people who had like almost all of their yeah. fingertips like cut off because of like an industrial accident. Yeah, you so, gotta use the just the tip when you get the pulse of, so your, yeah, of your finger would, or whatever. Would it be wise for them if you didn't have fingertips? Yes. The next best thing, dick. I mean, I think that's a good, in the Good Samaritan laws. Yeah, you can put your dick on the throat of somebody <laughs> if, oh. if it's medically necessary. Medically necessary. <laughs> medically necessary to make sure that they have a pulse. You have to swab the dick with a. But then you got to stay swab. hard too, because then you gotta, <laughs> you're like, quick! You want to save this man's life? Find me that OnlyFans. Go. <laughs> Give me that white claw gate. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck. Woo. Woo! Yeah, yeah. It's about seventy-eight beats per minute. I got a pulse. We're losing them. We're losing them. You mean the person or you or your your man, manhood, would be like, uh, both, losing the pulse. I don't think I'd be able to get hard when in a life or death situation. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we talked about with the Elon Musk thing, where he's like, you need to be able to shoot off and like within a certain interval. Yeah. That would also be your guy, mm-hmm. emergency, emergency response team. Yeah, if you're going to shoot a load into space to inseminate a planet, that is some fine mathematics. That's when you roll a 12 on the dice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we got B News, Ian. Oh, yeah, yes. Ian. It's on, yes. It's a B News. Uh Boy, I have, I've been noticing a lot of B-related things. Like, I feel like once you get something in your mind, you kind of see it everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've got a news article, but I've also got like... Yeah, B-news is for any B-update. 
Yeah, ideas for um, zombies production. Um, I was out. We were uh, searching for Halloween stuff. It's getting to be that time of year where it's like the yep. end of the back to school time. July and to the December. Halloween stuff starting to, to trickle in. So we were out uh, just searching for what we could find uh, this weekend. And I happened upon a brand of paper towel. Okay. That I think is going to be the official paper towel of zombies. Oh, yeah. Extreme 400. And look at that. It's a beer and a, it's a beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's look a, at that fucking jacked bee. Jubilee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's flexing. He's doing a little yeah. bicep curl. Yeah. He's in a little sprocket. So I feel like we're going to be. It's a weird flex, but okay. mopping up a lot of like fake blood. So we're going to need some paper towels. Extreme 400. Yeah. yeah that's, Fuck bounty, man. Like, we're going to find, like, a whole, like, tower of Jubilee <laughs> Extreme 400 <laughs> bee paper towel. Mm-hmm. Super absorbent. Why a bee for a paper towel mascot, do you think? I don't know. It's not just an ordinary Paper deal. towels it's aren't like, good at co- picking up honey. It's a bad flex. What is good at picking up honey, though? Probably, like, a some mix of vinegar and, and hot water. It sounds like you've been experimenting. <laughs> I might have probably wrote, one part vinegar to two parts. So it's like, okay, I, I might have wrote the lyrics to Hank Hill's sexy uh, honey song, bee song. <laughs> You're a consultant. <laughs> yeah. Consulted you for Just that. say you rub the honey all over you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So you found that? You yeah. Found, you found some of that real, real Just stuff? happened upon it. Yeah. And in, in out in the community there. Did you, did you purchase it and throw it you. away? I didn't it purchase it, but there's an abundance. We will definitely get some. How, new, until the zombie apocalypse, man. <laughs> you got to right? buy this shit now. What if another virus shows up and everyone hoards zombies? Or, I mean, be fucking paper towels. <laughs> what was it called again? <laughs> Jubilee. Jubilee paper Extreme towels. Extreme 400. Jubilee B. Is that, oh, that's why they call it. It's yeah. supposed to be a rhyme. It was one of the kind of an idea you'd have. Yeah, I was. I got that one right away. I didn't but, get it at all. Like, yeah, I'm thinking maybe like uh, it's like the picker, quicker picker upper, and mm. like honey bees. Yeah, Mister Clean things like up always. Fucking, flexing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he's like right. Yeah, check me Why out you, with my tight t-shirt. Is, yeah. Do you think that's a you know? I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these marketing shticks originated in the '50s. Do you think that's like a we're going to appeal to housewives with the sexy ass Mr. Clean, the sexy mm-hmm. bee here. Yeah. Look at this sexy bee. It's like a sailor. Whoa. I don't know. What do you think, David? Sexy, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> they should, maybe they should have a sexy queen bee on the front there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Appeal to, like more men will start buying paper towels <laughs> if it's a sexy queen bee. Yeah. For the giant vagina. I, I don't know. Maybe like a, like a bee, it's good at sucking things up and, you know, they're like, oh, it's going to suck up all their whatever you spilled, you know? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I said it's a weird flex, but okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Take it. Take it. Maybe they just really like, they're into bees, you know? Just, I don't know. Busy as a bee, worker bee. I don't know. I mean, it's a strong bee. That's the main thing. All I know is I need, I we need some of that. Yeah. To, just in case. Because <laughs> so, effective marketing. You want the bounty yeah. quicker picker up or fuck that. Get your, yeah. get your Jubilee. And there's the Tom Selleck brand, right? Braun. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that who that it is? It like modeled it. after Tom Selleck? <laughs> Pretty much. <is>. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tom Selleck's long lost cousin or some shit. Yeah. They're like, he's enough. Yeah. There's also some Tom actual Sell-out. B news. There's actual B news. That's what I thought you were going to talk about. The actual yeah. B news. I didn't know you were doing so, uh, here in our, our great state of Michigan up by uh, Boyne City. There was a truck hauling bees, okay. as they do. I didn't know, but yeah. <laughs> 
Apparently it had uh, yeah. upwards of 50 million bees on board. I'm going to go ahead and say that's not a common thing that you come by. 50 million bees. That's what? In a one truck. One 50 truck. million bees. Yes. Like, do you think, okay, you have 50 million bees, that's a hazardous material? Like, you have to have a hazmat it seems truck? Like it seems it. like you need a sign or some shit on yeah. there that says, like, hey, don't run into me. I'm full of 50 million bees. Right? <laughs> like, I would rather run into, like, the solid kerosene <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. tank. Yeah, exactly. Then how you many... get taken out right away. These bees are going to fucking stink it. How many yeah. bees are in, like, a, a standard hive? Because this would have to be, like, several right? get, colonies get some Googles of bees. On it. I'm going to do some R&D on that shit. Our science guy's on yeah, it. science consultant. Science guy's on it. Well, anyway. Let me give you some science-looking news. Oh, wait, anyway, what was that? So, yeah, we had this truck haul in some bees. I got the stat. It's 20, 20 to 80,000 worker bees per... Uh, hive, so so this is still like there's a hundred hives on there. Okay, if they had fifty thousand, I I went with a conservative thing. Fifty thousand bees per hive, five million bees. Or no, it's fifty million, wasn't it? Was it fifty, 50 million bees? Oh Jesus, fifty fucking. That's million. a thousand. Isn't that th- that's a thousand hives? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that sounds something biblical, like, like God would say, we should I rain will down send yeah. a thousand hives. <laughs> That's one of the fucking, um, not the plagues. What do they call them? The, when the biblical the plagues. plagues. Yeah. yeah, the plagues are like, yeah, plagues? They, got, they got the hives. Like, yeah. yeah. I shall hey, rain locusts. down a thousand hives upon you. Yeah. So this truck's hauling a thousand hives of bees. <laughs> it crashes and overturns on the highway. Oh, Jesus. That is fucking scary. Dumped its load of bee boxes. I mean, yeah, so all the bees escaped, right? Yeah, there was a very large swarm, <laughs> says county sheriff. What would you do? You're in the truck, it's on fire, and there's a million bees around you. Would you Would you run through the bees to safety? Would you stay in the cab? I would stay inside. Oh, my God. Wait, so what's the scenario? You're in the truck, in, in the bed of the truck, or what do you call it? The I imagine the cab, area? yeah. You're mm-hmm. in the cab of the truck, and so you're it's, it's, it's on fire, and you're like, okay, do I go outside do I get burned alive or do I run through the bees is that what you're saying well I was saying like okay so the tr- semi's truck probably the engine's on fire from toppling over that's what happens when a car topples over it sounds it like a fine, final destination spontaneously kind of combusts and uh, I mean at least in video games I've played whenever you- <laughs> <laughs> I've done my research here GTA 5 I've done this yeah, I ran when, the simulations. If a car is anything but on four tires, it will become inflamed. Soon. <laughs> yeah, it will explode. Yeah, so it's it's a something's happening. Would you stick it out in the cab, being like that fire will burn out, those bees will go away, and I'll crawl out later, or do you do you make it through the swarm of of hundred hives, thousand hives? Yeah. And uh, is there an option C where you have a no, there isn't. If you have a bee costume that you just so happen to have oh, on your okay. passenger seat, the queen bee, and you hop out, <laughs> like, what's up, bitches? Buzz, buzz, buzz. You do a Jurassic Park 3, vroom, 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 play a little fucking kazoo. You're like, hey, let's, let's uh, follow me. And then you're like, oh my god, they're listening. <laughs> That's the, the plot of the movie. It starts out if I was a truck driver with a kazoo that could command a thousand hives. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know if I got I'd, 50 million plus behind me. Yeah. The, the crash wouldn't even mean anything to me. Like, yeah. I'm clearly the owner of these thousand hives and I'm about to conquer the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, the conclusion of the story, I think, is a little sus. Um, it is estimated that several hundred thousand bees never made it back to the boxes. 
So a good 10, 20, 30% they got, drop. They got some folks to wrangle the bees. There's <laughs> a bee wrangle. They got some lassos. <laughs> Come on now, Billy. <laughs> Woo! Fuck yeah, baby. Woo! <laughs> they got... Uh-huh. Throw the saran wrap up and over. <laughs> it's stated in the oh, article. Get the extreme 400 stuff. That no residents were stung by the bees. Wow. But that some beekeepers got stung while collecting and loading mm-hmm. them That's back fair. into the truck. I mean, they, they know what they signed up for. I think, yeah. I mean, if, if several hundred thousand bees escaped, probably some people got stung that we don't know about. Good all I'm point, saying. right? Like, who's going to report their bees? They're going to sue their ass. <laughs> Was it an Amazon truck? You're like, listen. I'm out my thousand dollars. I got a bee sting. <laughs> you guys. Exactly. I don't know. They so, sell yeah. all disputes that way. I mean, bee news. I uh, want to see these bee wranglers in action. Just like, mm-hmm. how would they contain them? You know? Right. That sounds like, that sounds like a scene in zombies we yeah. need to have. That's There's, what they use the bounty 400 shit for. They like wrangle them <laughs> with that. They just get like a whole shit ton of it. Like a wall. So here's how I'm thinking it. The queen gains sentience. And this sentience is able to, you know, use these AI technologies like some podcasts use to create celebrities. Possibly. And it's, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. And it's using it to buy shipments of bees on bad credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it, uh, so these truck drivers are driving through the town, this queen bees in. And, and then like the mutant bees stage hijacking. So the bees are hijacking. A hivejacking. The, yeah. Okay. The thousand hives. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hivejack. So imagine zombies, but their might and force. I mean, I'm a, this might be sequel territory, honestly. But their might. It's definitely force. not in the budget for. <laughs> I could see a Netflix spinoff series if they buy the rights. Ian, we need a million practical bees. <laughs> Fifty million. I am not pressing Control C on a computer for this. <laughs> You're. More like Control B, ayo. Help my fuck. If I have to press copy on this computer to make a million Bs, I will be pissed. Can you do this? I don't know. That's expensive, right? Yeah. It's going to be like a buck 20 cheap budget to make each B. So if we want to do million I mean, we can do a wide shot. I I know a way. (laughs) We're going to leave it at that. (laughs) Ian just uh, uh, finds a way. It's going to look like shit, but that's uh, it's been used in other films so but other films are also like shit yeah (laughs) okay okay so where are we aiming with zombies because like should we have something be so stellar that like it's unignorable like people nominate it for an oscar and stuff like that like it's us and suicide squad and then we win i'd like for parts of it to be like legitimately good uh yeah which parts? Because <laughs> we need to, we need to figure out which parts are gonna be good. Well, the acting is gonna. I be mean, top I'm not notch. expecting us to like have superb uh, acting in this film because it's like us doing it. You know, right? Yeah, I'm not paying. And, like, like we're not. Yeah, we're not paying anybody. If if except for some, Matt Damon. If I could do some fundraising and get Matt Damon and or Ben Affleck on. Yeah. And or Brendan Fraser. Or B. Frage. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I've just been calling him B. Frage just for fun. I, I point it out when I see it, when I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> when it's it, also it, obvious. It is OCD. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing I noticed uh, this Frage, week. Be very Frage. Was, uh, we, we watched Candyman, right? We watched the original Candyman. Yeah. yeah. Brown and I went, went ahead and watched the sequel just for shits and giggles. Isn't that guy a semi-truck driver? 
Candyman? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which guy am I thinking of? That? Candy cane, that guy? No, it's like a the... Real deep voice. It's like an evil semi-truck. It's, like a, it's a horror movie. It's about... Oh, okay. Uh, it's no, the other one's a horror movie where the guy's like a semi-truck driver, I thought, and he has a real deep voice. No, oh, he, he's got a, a B part of his it. backstory where he was... Back in the day, he was a painter, and he he's a black man, and he painted this white lady... This is like, and, this uh, is Antebellum time. Oh, Joy, yeah. Joyride. Okay, I never saw that. Great. But uh, he falls in love with the white lady, and white people don't like that. So he got his hand cut off, and then they smeared honey on him, and bees came, and they stung him to death. So he's got, like, this bee thing going on. And as we're watching the movie, every time, like, a word included a bee in it, we kind of had this like automatic like oh you know in the script that's written b e e be my victim yeah cuz he did lean on the bees yeah. he especially in that thing like that was a really awkward like phrasing that he repeated throughout is mm-hmm. like be my victim be be this be that you know come on candy <laughs> come on candy mr man so that's just another one of those things that I'm noticing. Like, I'm kind of doing that in my head now. Whenever anyone says B. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm thinking B. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm priming your brain to be one of the greatest screenwriters of the 21st century. Yeah. You know, I'm slow. Our script, that's how it's going to be written. It's got it. That's the only thing budgetable that we can make really You're going to, like, interrupt the, the, the <laughs> delivery of the dialogue as the director. You're gonna be like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't hear the emphasis on the B. You know, he's like, you got to draw the extra E at the end. <laughs> Did he? That wasn't a typo, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to fucking hear this, okay? You're not reading the script as it has been written. This isn't a line reading. It's B. <laughs> you don't like it? You can get the fuck out. <laughs> you have to say it with with, with that fucking awkward extra E. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it wrong. Like, the B.E. is, uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, then you can, I guess we're going to find a new actor then. Yeah. Sorry, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Sorry, B. Fraser. Sorry, B. Fraser. leave. I'm not even getting paid for this shit. Good, good God. Bring in B. Affleck. <laughs> Bring in the B. Ra- the B. Actor. Bring in B. Damon. Bring in the B. Damon. Why is he B? Just shut up. Give me the, the B. The B. Guy. The backup guy. Yeah. I think we have to go for ben B. Affleck rather than Matt Damon. He, yeah. Matt Damon was uh, had a, had an awkward interview recently. Mm-hmm. We we're still he's still using the F slur. Oh and yeah. Like he was bragging about. Oh, stopping I thought he was just bragging ago. about not using it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, here, let me tell you this really embarrassing story. It's like I could get lit up for it, but let me tell you, like, I, you know, I corrected it, so it's all right. I'm just gonna nip that in the bud. Yeah, that's why we're going for B phrase nowadays. There's this B-phrase. PR person's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you? You don't just willingly bring it up. He's like, no, we're doing damage control on it before it ever comes out. It's you like, know, just don't talk about it. Yeah. I'm a man who likes balance. So I really hope that B. Frazier's PR agent yeah. is also Matt Damon's PR agent. Mm. Publicist guy. Mm. So that, okay. I have it easy with you, B. Frazier. Thank you. Because Matt Damon's giving me shit right now. I have to go over every interview he does now. You know why? Well, screening. Because he tells stories. I told him how to tell stories. I'll tell you just how woke I am. (laughs) I'll tell you about how I was anti-woke, and then you'll believe how woke I am. We should do a movie where we do the Boston accent. I felt like a little Boston accent was creeping into my raps there for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like if you listen to some of Eminem stuff, 
He's like, because uh, of the way that I talk and I'm barking and I'm from Boston here. It's like, it's, it almost has like a little sl- subtle. I think he does it so he has more assonance. He's, he's nasal, his, you know. Yeah. So. I think he does it just so that the, the stuff will like not rhyme better, but just have like, you'll capture a little bit more of the assonance. You know what assonance is, right? Where it's like, sure. it's not a rhyme, but it's like, like he don't and he won't and you can't. And it's like the, 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 it's, it's, it's the vowel in the middle that he puts emphasis mm. on. So it doesn't okay. really rhyme, but it's like, and if you if you cut out the R, you can kind of just make more assonance out of stuff. He makes him more of an ass out of himself. Oh, oh I see how it is. Okay. Assonance. All right, this is a long long form disc. No, 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 no that's not. I'm just trying to define assonance. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he's also making an assonance of himself. Yeah. Yeah. You just had to fucking throw that in there. I had to kind of. Just well, I mean, you were your fire, so I guess you're. But I felt myself slipping into like because I was listening to some NMF stuff, and I'm like, all right, let's let's try try it on, you know, see if it fits, and it, it, it kind of crept its way back in, you know, because like it's like uh, when you do an impression of somebody, you know, you're trying to go in their style. Like I tried to pick a, a beat that was his style, so then I felt like his his voice was creeping in my head, but for some reason it was just hard for me to say my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like you trying to be Eminem uh, turns you into fucking goodwill hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's not your fault. Yeah. They should just do like a Eminem version of uh, the, all the scenes from goodwill hunting. I would. I, what? Yeah. Like it's like, it's like uh he's Will Eminem. or he's uh, yeah. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. Well, he, he would ace the fucking choke in the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That scene would be a lot shorter. He's choking. <laughs> I said no smoking, motherfucker. <laughs> well, that's the thing. In Eight Mile, he chokes at the beginning of the movie, so it's like he chokes right away. That's his main thing. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. He chokes right off the bat. You know, just like Ron Williams' spot that you guys came up with, which I, I enjoyed that a little you know, bit. I, I, you know, I've been told like a lot. Of, I get told a lot, like on in the, in the popular media. I, I say this like the media is talking to me. Which I think is the main delusion of America. <laughs> but anyway, I get told a lot that everyone should have a therapist. And they should because we have a therapist at the table and somebody mm. needs to make some bread. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it was just if it was just easy, like if you maybe just everybody's assigned a therapist, that'd be great. Like, you know, you get that'd like, be good. Yeah, that would be great. Like, you know, everybody has like a GP or like, you know, general practitioner, like yeah. a doctor. Why not also just kind of have like a therapist be like, oh, here's your GP and here's your therapist. And then I'd be like, oh, I'll I, just reach out to that guy. I think that's the big thing is that like, it's, it's so much about fit. entry. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just saying though, it, just to break, just yeah. bridge the gap. Between, like I'm not going to go Google a it therapist. It should be, yeah, treated less as like a, what's the word? I mean, Last resort kind special, of thing. But yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's not uh, encouraged. It's not like really? the first line of thought. It's like, Oh, it's like everything else has gone wrong. Uh, I guess now I'll contact a therapist. Yeah, there's still a lot of stigma with even the idea of like mental health treatment. Okay, yeah. And it's not treated the same by insurance companies. People are like, problem. I guess I'll just start yeah. a podcast or something. You know, people do that. They go off to DSM, right? And like if it's not mm-hmm. some something by line by line in the DSM, they're like, oh, you're just making some shit up. But, but like nothing really falls in line with that. It's just an arbitrary. Well, people are fucking complicated. Yeah. I mean, I can give somebody a diagnosis, but also like you can't bill without a diagnosis. So like first day you have to put something down. <laughs> right. And yeah. like that's not a good way to 
do that. Like, why do you always put schizoid first? <laughs> Why'd you just put a hypochondriac at the beginning? Just then, there you go. It's like they're they're seeking me out. They're seeking out. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. every time you switch it out, you'd be like, oh, turns out I was wrong. Turns <laughs> out it wasn't a hypochondriac. He does have a thing. Well, no. first I cured that the day one. Adjustment and then disorder I it out. Yeah. is like the the kind of catch all. Was it adjustment disorder? I like that. It's like, oh, you have stress in your life and it's fucking things up. Adjustment disorder. I have adjustment disorder. Yeah. Yeah, adjustmental. Yeah, it's good. If it lasts more than six months, then it's something else. Okay, I've had justice adjustment disorder <laughs> for thirty years. Okay, you got six months <laughs> to think up of what it is, so that's good. Yeah, gives you a little. Yeah, cushion. you're just like flipping through the DSM as they're talking. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Ooh, save that one for later. <laughs> I could probably steer them into the into this one. I could probably steer the the discussion this way. Are you sure you're not seven people in one? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> Let's that just would be let's role play a little bit. Let's see if we can come up with another person here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um a big part of it is like skills that everyone should have, but a lot of people don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I definitely don't have those skills. But oh. I'm trying to learn on my own, like fucking Walden Pond style. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna reflect on my own. And it's not somehow, even like introspective stuff, but like just social skills. Like <laughs> distress tolerance, like Oh, your latte's taking an extra minute because there's a line of fucking people and like, oh, I'm going to have a shit fit here because uh, it's like, okay, that guy needs a therapist. That's true. Maybe they should just put him in the Starbucks. Just kind of sprinkle him around, you know, just be like, here's the Starbucks therapist who's there. But they go, wait, latte's taking a little long. Why don't, we, why don't we talk about this for a little bit? Is there a significant portion? I got your latte right here. Let's go talk about it. <laughs> Is there a significant portion of like therapy that's uh, it's just gently informing somebody they're an asshole? Like in that situation, doesn't seem productive. Mm. I mean, like, he, like you don't say in so many words. You don't say it, but yeah. you reflect back like the reality of the situation. Like, is this really effective behavior? Like mm. the breakthrough turning point is them being like, "Well, I was an asshole then." Yeah, but like it's a quiet little little change in their mind. Sometimes you just gotta choke them against a wall. <laughs> that's that. That's the thing that I was saying earlier. Is like if we're going to have mandatory assigned therapists, it's like no. I need someone who works with me and does my style. And my style is I need Robin Williams to choke slam. <laughs> I need I need to be physically assaulted by Damn. a fellow kid from Southie. <laughs> like this is really specific, but we got the guy just for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to travel out of state for him though. And he's technically a robot. Southie. Did you get the movie pitch ice? Did you tell it you in the movie pitch? What movie pitch? The movie pitch I texted you. After listening to the episode. Oh, I didn't tell him though. No. Bring it bring it up after this commercial break. <laughs> okay. We're going to go for Winston's. <laughs> Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Winston gives you real flavor, full, rich tobacco flavor. Winston's easy drawing, too. The flavor comes right through to you. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. A modern filter? Sure, Winston has it. But that's only the beginning of a Winston. Up front, up where it really counts, Winston packs exclusive filter blend. Light, flavorful tobaccos, specially selected and specially processed for filter smoking. Filter blend. That's why it's fun to smoke Winston. America's best-selling filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. It's like a mosh pit. You know what I learned from a bar recently? In between 
Shakespearean plays or plays during Shakespeare's time, mm-hmm. really. They would like have cigarette ads. <laughs> they would have cigarette ads, and here you go. During the shortage, we had this. <laughs> but no, they would have fucking bear fights, dude. Oh hell yeah! They would literally have bears come out and oh. fight each other. Not bear knuckle <laughs> fights, but actual bears. Yeah. yeah. God damn. Did it ever get out they of hand? Get into the crowd. These. You know, probably. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Guy gets up on stage. Yeah. He's fucked by a bear. Dude, like, can we bring this back? Look, Scott Cast, we're going to be taken off soon. We've got all these celebrities talking about us. We need to develop a live show. Yeah. But we need to think Shakespeare style. Like, with time, everyone loves Shakespeare and not bear fights. Mm-hmm. But at the time. Yeah. Everyone loves bear fights. Came for the bear fights, but they stay for the halftime show. Yeah, come for the bear fights. Stay for the Shakespeare. No, you come. That's what the, Scott Cast is. No, you come for the bear fights. You come for the bear fight after Shakespeare too. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we're gonna have to hire a guy just for the bear wrangler. No, how about bees? That's <laughs> that's what, and they'll be promoting for the movie at the same time. We're like, unleash the bees, <laughs> unleash the hive. Yeah, we'll just we'll fucking hijack that truck with the thousand hives. And we'll release a hive on the audience <laughs> <laughs> in between the commercial break. It's a thousand bucks if you don't get stung. We'll have a beer wrangler. Like we'll give you a thousand bucks. A beer wrang- a bee wrangler that comes back in. I was trying to say bee wrangler really fast, and it sounded mm-hmm. like bear wrangler. But yeah, you just wrangle up some bees, and then like in between on our intermissions, instead of playing old timey ads, you just well, unleash- the bee wrangler will also be the bear wrangler. They'll just yeah. set the bees on the bear. I mean, bear, okay, bear, so bear gets the honey. Go. No, the bear gets the honey. Yeah, try, and then the bees yeah. attack the bear. And they're like, which one? I got, I got fifty on the bee. Yeah, uh, the bee on the bear. <laughs> the bear, the bear. <laughs> look, look. If you're a wrangler in the market right now, a freelance wrangler, <laughs> have you heard of a more convenient dual package that you could get on? The Come bears, on, the bears and the bees. Email bag us, you know. Email bag us and and uh, work out a deal for us. Bears versus bees. Bears, bees. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> That's the office reference. Oh, I don't want to laugh anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, but okay. So where were we? Well, I think before we went to break, something important was about to something happen. Something was about to happen. David had a pitch. Oh, I was supposed to be getting the. Oh, yes. Yeah. The pitch. Oh, yeah. The bitch. Pekingese, hyperactive. In a pitch. We're talking about how Pocket Chaos ain't loyal. And then I said, I would love to see a short a short fan favorite film with Ian in the headset monitoring robot therapists like an NFL coach, like giving them play-by-play approval for the breakthrough moments. Execute the choke slam! Drop that motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker! Yeah, and then I said someone could be like interviewing about it, asking if the robots are better than he is, and then he gives them the... What is this? They may be able to quote Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. They, Ian says, they may be able to quote Shakespeare and break down some artwork on the wall, but they'll never know how the Sistine Chapel smells, you know? Mm-hmm. Like like he talks in the movie and he yeah. did a whole little monologue about uh, how he'll never, he doesn't know shit. He was just a little, yeah. little kid. Basically just ripping off the whole scene on the bench there in the park. I could see this and being then all, like all a, just break loose. I, I could see this being like a 30, 45 minute mockumentary a la The Office. Mm. Moment of silence for that joke. Yeah. So you're saying we're not going to do it? 
Well, then <laughs> no, then, we'll then, do it better than the office. That was the, <laughs> the opening act, and then the second act is all hell breaks loose. Ian is worried he's just a robot, and he has to fight the other Ian bots, which is a new line of robots made to make him obsolete. And they have epically weak fights because neither he nor the robots are physically imposing. Just <laughs> <laughs> like fighting, and just like really weak punches, and like, damn, oh, this is gonna that. this is gonna last That's forever. Good. And like, ah, oh, goddamn. It'll be like, have you ever seen uh, They Live? B movie. So they're fighting and B-movie. they're just really tragic. <clears throat> no, I mean they're they're big dudes, um, but this fight scene is so long. <laughs> it's like six minutes long. Oh yeah, it's like the longest fight. You're gonna like uh, beat uh, what was it? Star Wars three. The battle that they have with the lightsaber is <laughs> gonna be longer than that. That's like a seven minute fight scene. You're gonna be it's yeah, gonna be the longest yeah. in cinema history. Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ro- loud, like longest, but also with the least property damage. <laughs> like it's, it's like just wrestling on a table like that throws never somebody up against the kind of rickety table. It's like, oh, you almost broke a leg on the table there. And they try to snap it off. Like, forget it. <laughs> After the fight, there's a pan around the room and everything's like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like better than it was. They're like kind of tidying up as they go. <laughs> kind of hold each other and like lightly slap like scott comes back into his apartment like someone was here it's slightly more tidy than it was it's kind of like the b and e thing for back in the day did someone mop who cleaned in here (laughs) well we were gonna scuffle so we cleaned it up a little bit afterwards you know i can't find anything now (laughs) it's where it should be oh But it's like in Rocky when they're doing like the rounds and it's like, it's like they keep going round after round and you're like, he's like, cut me, cut me. And you're like trying to ice him up and stuff like that. And it's like, oh no, I got a fucking hangnail. Yeah. That robot, it's, it's, it's stronger than it looks. Okay. We could definitely lift 150 pounds. <laughs> Top speed, five miles per hour. You better be ready. He's coming for you. Sweet. No, I like that idea of a robot coming for me. Just generally. Have I told you guys this? This is how I want to die. Mm. I think I might have already said this on a Scott cast. Probably. You'll, you'll let me know. I'll recognize it as soon as you say it. Yeah, you got the memory of a hippo with a campus, man. Hell yeah. That's right. I'm going to grow old. I'm going to realize I've only got a few more years left, but I still got a little vitality. I'm going to hire a hitman to come after me. I'm gonna fight back. It sounds God familiar. Damn. Yeah, I've definitely said it before. Yeah. I've I've been I've been telling a lot of people. This. You spice things up, <laughs> you spice them up, and then plot twist. You kill you killed you, so you can't get paid. Well, we, right? well like that's develop well, a trust. The, you got hopefully, a they won't listen to this episode and understand that that's my motive here. But wow, what a what a middle finger to the hitman though that they don't get paid for. They're hitman. The hit. They're not a moral piece of society. And honestly, I'm sharpening up their moves because. Pretty much every one of their marks is going to fight back. Like, what if they went after someone who was super prepared? Like it's like Batman he knows style. all the moves I'm about to make before I make them. It's like, the hitman's texting you, I see him right now, about to take him out. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out of there. Yeah, like the hitman has experience, but I would be one step ahead at all times right. because I'm controlling the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, you can't kill him with a bullet now. It has to be uh, this certain way. It's like a, you need to kill him file destination style. Just be kind of like, yeah. He doesn't see it coming. I must make a Susie Edgar machine. What was the fucking name? <laughs> Ruth 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 Goldberg or Ruth something. Goldberg, like, or Rube, it's, Rube, uh, Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg machine yeah. to Maybe. kill this assassin. And then if if it doesn't work, then start over. Yep. Or die. <laughs> <laughs> so don't make it too complex. You won't remember how to get out of the Ruth Rube. Goldberg contraption you'd be like oh wait is this where it ends ah fuck and then you're like dodging all these contraptions <laughs> you're dodging actually all of them 
because you're following the the contraption as it triggers. You know, with the advent of self-driving cars and let me let's be honest, if euthanasia is legalized, there's going to be a euthanasia tourism industry, mm-hmm. which is adventurous deaths. Mm. There will very likely be a package you could purchase through your life insurance probably. You're hijacking a semi truck going through the middle of Michigan. <laughs> let's say. <laughs> And inevitably, the semi-truck collapses and explodes and outpours a thousand hives. <laughs> you, know, you know, you can you can pick that package. Yeah. And then somebody else would be like, wow, that'd be a great idea for a movie. So they just draw inspiration from all these crazy deaths. I mean, at that point, movies wouldn't even be able to be like holding a candle to just like documentaries following people dying mm-hmm. <laughs> the way they want to. Like that, like that TV show is like 50 Ways to Die or something like that or 1,000 Ways to Die. Mm-hmm. Except it'd actually be people like you'd be watching them. It's not a dramatic reenactment. But it's it just, is. It's an Because it's like it's a dramatic well, ending to a banal existence. Yeah. Banal? No, it's banal. <laughs> trust me this one did pun, right this one pun you don't want to mess up there <laughs> be anal um yeah, yeah that's, that's don't you guys thing. just think life is so banal i hate banal things just feel so banal Ian. that's the climax of uh, zombies it is banal scott would be banal. like the introducing bane the character and he'd be like it, it's it's been gotta avoid the anal mr bane yeah. damn it <laughs> so so I have a little piece of zombies news. It's not zombies news, it's just normal B news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I make the stupidest show I've ever heard. <laughs> I just want to point that out for myself. You know how there's a remote work crisis kind of like people don't want to go back into yeah. The office because they're afraid of COVID and, or they're just be whipped right back out again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a pain in the ass. Or they just like working from home better and they find it more productive or something. Companies are trying to find ways to entice people back. Mm-hmm. And there's this financial firm in New York, Nuveen. Nuveen. Probably not pronounced that way, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't see how it's spelled, but sure. Nuveen. N-U-V-E-E-N. Nuveen. How would you mm-hmm. say it, Ian? Nuveen. Thank you. <laughs> but you say Nuveen, <laughs> not Nuveen. Unless there's an accent mark on one of the E's. There's no, there's no accent mark. It's free for all. You just do what the fuck all. you want. I feel like we need accent marks on just normal words for you, Scott, so you know where the emphasis is. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so helpful. Actually, that should be like the English language project. They go through the English language mm-hmm. and you add accents to like where they should be yeah. when i was in college i had a linguistics course instead of like doing a foreign language you because i can't even pronounce english so i didn't do a foreign language um but i took a linguistics course instead and they taught you the ipa and which is all the sounds a all human mouth can peers. make and i was looking at that and i was like yeah. why don't why it's doesn't the, everyone just use the ipa to spell it apa or no is it ipa ipa india paleos in the Palace? It's not. It's also AP? international pronunciation. <laughs> okay. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I mean, mm. that would be more fun to have it. IPA, IPA pronunciation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. New vein. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Give me a beer. Fucking new vein. What's the IPA for? Woo. <laughs> 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 
Oh, How do you shit. pronounce that? Well, Just get hammered and see if he can read. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you yeah. that, PA. Holy shit, there's Greek shit in this, guys. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I was like, why don't you just fucking write every single thing in IPA across the universe? Mm-hmm. So everyone will know how it's said. Done. End of story. It's simple, man. It's universal. It's it's accepted. This is the limits of human. There's a job right there. Human mouth fucking limits. So what is this new vegan <laughs> company supposed to be doing? <laughs> that this, uh... It's the limit of mouth fucking. <laughs> it's the fucking mouth, mouth fucking limit. All right. The fucking around with the mouth limit. Yeah. Is the IPA. I'm pretty sure you can write blowjob the act in IPA. <laughs> Very descriptive. So if you I mean, imagine imagine if James Joyce had access to that kind of linguistic command. Like if you could like write blowjobs into I feel his like books. My my rap battle needs to be an IPA. You need to teach me this. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll send you a chart. <laughs> <laughs> what does this new Veeam company do? They're oh right. We're in the it. middle of uh V News. <laughs> yeah. You said they're enticed people? Just unleashing bees into their homes? <laughs> that would be one step better than what they did. Those are re- remote worker bees. <laughs> oh, that would be so much better. <laughs> but it is only one step of action. What they are doing is they installed bees at the office. <laughs> <laughs> what? To get people to come to the office? Yeah. They're like, everyone loves the outdoors, right? <laughs> We're going to have bees. Well, they put it on the roof. Mm. And they're like, they're saying you can learn some horticulture. Uh, I think that's bees, horticulture. Um, Not exactly, but oh, whatever. So you go to the roof to like observe some bees making some honey? Do you get some honey out of the deal? You, you, you can harvest your own honey. It's H-O-H. Go. So all the diabetics in the office H-O-H. are like, mm, thanks. Right. Yeah, I'll just go get stung. I'll just go get stung. This is make it expedite the process. <laughs> Down yeah. the honey, get stung by the bees. Yeah, but I think don't you think it's like a little like what if like what about smokers? Right, we were talking about smokers. We've had two advertisements so far <laughs> for smokers. That's so. Our audience is now smokers because that shit was catchy. <laughs> it was catchier than any of our raps, and you spat fire. I guess so, motherfuckers spitting. You know, you can't spit better than a 1950 cigarette. That's what bees do, man. They fucking spit. They do. They're these motherfuckers spitting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They are spitting. This is Boston. Well, that's that's interesting. That's one obscure way to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the biggest. You, know, you, you ever think about like in the future? I have. Okay, right. so you said you want your life to be more exciting. It says very banal or be anal, as you pronounced it. But instead of like living your boring life, you're a remote worker. But like, imagine you can take control of somebody's body with like, ha- you know, they give you like, like imagine rem- a remote assistance. Okay. <laughs> and instead of calling in to help with your computer, they say, oh, uh, help me out here. Uh, there's somebody I'm trying to get a pulse. I don't know what I'm doing. Can you just help me? So you call for remote assistance, but they take over your body mm-hmm. and they do the CPR and the compressions or whatever that needs to do because the response time would be faster than waiting for the ambulance to get there. Mm-hmm. But then there'd be just like, that could be a job that you would have where you'd have like a very particular set of skills, skills you've acquired over a long career. And somebody could call you and you could just jump into their body mm-hmm. and you'd be like, I know Kung Fu. Like somebody mm-hmm. is attacking you. You're like, I know Kung Fu, like in the Matrix. So like, so like, like the ring alarm system will have these ESP, this ESP, like customer service team. Where you just like call in and like, if you need a skill. Have you, you ever watched ha- Workaholics? Because that's who would get assigned to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, a lot of things can go wrong. Yeah, uh, there's a B movie. Hey, somebody's trying to get laid here. Show him some. Uh, called Possessor, which is kind of that concept, but it's like a hit person. That could be the future, man. Okay. So the hit person gets uploaded into someone close to the person that they have the hit contract on. I like that. Um, but there's all this like psychological stuff that goes into like being someone else. Okay. So you so like, that, like like you're at one side you're like Nick Van Dam and then the other side mm-hmm. you're you're old Gretchen. Yeah. So they're so they're finding their targets and they're like kind of sympathizing with their targets then because they kind of meld minds with them a little bit. Not with the target. Oh, they're they they're like they're spying someone on the close to the target. So yeah, like someone like just on the street. So if close. I wanted to kill Scott, oh, okay, yeah, and I was a like hit in the man, Matrix where they and Scott agent. hired me to kill him. Yeah. yeah, Scott would know me, and he'd be like, "Oh, Ian's out there stalking. I'm gonna take the back door. He's gonna get away from me." But I could possess David, right? You never and see you wouldn't coming. suspect David. But I would have to be David for a little while. I suspect David to kill me. And that would fuck with my head (laughs) because I wouldn't have an inner monologue. It would be totally different from my experience. What the fuck was that? And then when I'm trying to come back to myself, it'd be like existential crisis. Like, what was I for however long that was? What was I? You wouldn't last five minutes inside of me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that, Eminem? You wouldn't last five minutes inside of this ass. (laughs) Everything's so much higher. Okay, I could see that. That's kind of like in the world like that, you'd be super skeptical of like everybody that you meet. You're like, are yeah. you just like a hitman? But it's kind of like in the Matrix when they have like the agents where they like tell anybody can become an agent mm. that's in, plugged into the Matrix. Ugh. Why would you even want to live in a world like that where anybody can just fucking kill you at a moment's notice? Here's what I'm thinking: if there's this technology that you can just zoom into somebody's body at will. Mm-hmm. By far, that's a niche use of that technology. And somewhere, someone's making a killing, zapping people into situations where they're fucking. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, say Scott's trying to do a workout. That was my thought with with David's example of, like, yeah. the, the ER or, like, Stick the emergency the situation. Like, yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Got to get a pulse. <laughs> Got to get a pulse. that dick out. <laughs> like, are you sure that's what he did? You think you called the wrong worker. That's how you patched the truth of the sex guy. Uh, whoops. He's deep throating them. That's my most sensitive that? digit. What do you want me yeah. to do? Hey, this person didn't have any fingers, so I improvised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it turns out they had fingers. I, I wasn't that observant. Sorry. <laughs> but like Scott said before, like, you know, he's doing a workout. He's like, I wish somebody could just take control of me and do the workout for me. Yeah. So you'd be able to hire like fucking uh, The Rock to do a, a workout for you. Right. Just destroy you. Just be fucking into- <laughs> yep. <laughs> You just be like, I'm so sore. All my bones are broken. Yeah. He's doing. He does this exact same workout, same weight and everything. He goes up to the stack of weights and just chooses the heaviest setting. Let's go, let's go. Because you know it's all it's all about placebo. This is what you want. Well, that's the thing we talked about before on my podcast. Was like it's all in your head. You can unlock your full potential. So that's what the rock does. He just 100 percent. Balls to the walls, fight or flight mode. It's like right after his workout, he goes like directly to his fucking wife, and it's like my my fucking body's just <laughs> off <laughs> in the floor. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, I've got to unplug. <laughs> Honey, don't bring your home your work home with you. Oh shit, sorry, I'm still plugged in. Whoops, unplugs it. That's like when the you know you got the celebrities you can call for the little you know little messages they can leave for you. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, Can't, I want the I want Claw you to make has a cameo and. 
Let me tell you, I haven't wanted to waste sixty bucks. Oh, no, he does. Life. I was gonna say you could you could have them like have sex with your wife. Really want to have sex with the Rock, baby? Have it through me? Let <laughs> it take over your body? Like you're having sex with the Rock. He's not here right now, but you are. It is Dwayne Johnson. Sex with him. It's, Dwayne it's not Johnson. his Johnson, but it's it's, it's the Johnson. It's the Johnson's Johnson. Johnson. The Johnson ethic. <laughs> the old Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Little J and J. Oh, geez. What does White Cloud Gabe do on Fridays? Oh, it's Friday, baby. Fuck me. Fuck yeah. Oh, who's getting blacked out tonight? Oh, Friday, baby. Fuck me. Fuck. All right. What did we learn today? I learned the cast of King of Hill <laughs> and that they're not very positive. They weren't very good pep talkers before my rap performance. But I, I, I feel well, like I... I feel like even if I didn't learn something, Eminem definitely learned something today. He did <laughs> learn something today. Yeah, and if, if he learned gonna, that there's going to be some fucking clap back, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Clapping them cheeks, motherfucker. Sneaky Detroit, motherfucker. That's right. Yeah. I own this town. Yeah. Hear that? <laughs> yeah. Where's your rebuttal to that? <laughs> so I hope he responds back. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to hate when I'm the guy rapping. <laughs> I don't know how to rap. We're going to triple Clarence him here. We're going to send three raps. Yeah, well, it's a trifecta. I, at this point, I feel like we sent in our best weapon first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have somebody that goes in there like the Blitzkrieg, just, you know, just, just you know, knocks like, a few walls down sweet. and then. I would have expected that from David with his uh, ferocious torrents of verbal assaults right yeah that is one thing we can expect from david is lots of verbology yeah Yeah. i'm very verbose yeah verbosity maybe Mm -hmm. so yeah i uh i don't know what order this is going in but i'm a little (laughs) let's just take all the clips i can go next if you want me to go i'll go next yeah I need some time. I got. I need some time, man. You're the most strategic of all of us. Yeah, I feel yeah. most contemplative. So. But yeah, he doesn't go just head first into it with whether or not mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like I did, I just kind of rolled off some stuff. But you could get like maybe, even if Ian doesn't want to do it, we'll just take an AI approach to his voice. We'll streamline it, make him make I'll him do, do it. it. So you better do it. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll blackmail you with AI. <laughs> <laughs> Scott has the power now. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. No, I don't. What? Uh, Why are you talking about? Uh, his email bag. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you use email bag at the skycast.com. You know, I know a guy. I think what I learned is that everything kind of comes back to bees. It really did this episode. That's yeah. for sure. It's just a pattern I've been noticing in my life. Just everywhere I go, there's bees, bee stuff. People saying things that could be B puns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And honestly, like this B news thing, it's not just like that effect where like you buy a blue Honda and now all of a sudden everyone's got a blue Honda. Right. It's the most news item in the news. It's yeah. B news. B news, whether you know like it or not, is the number I mean, one thing happening in the world. They're they're pretty critical to our uh, ecosystem. Yeah. Like, without bees, we would not be. Yeah, with two E's. Yeah, yeah we got to put the emphasis on there. You and know, also, so people know that you're what you're going we for. We can harness their power to mm-hmm. make bears fight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go fucking. You want the best live mode. shows in the world? Promote horticulture. Promote bees. Horticulture. That's so, not still, the right still word. Not, still, still not the right word. <laughs> <to hard, yeah. laughs>
<laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, the XB News, expect whatever the fuck horticulture is supposed to be. I believe it has something to do with plants. Yeah, I feel plants. like it's plants. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Flowers, you know, it's horticulture when you fuck a flower. Yeah. If you're a bee. Yeah. I guess you need bees for horticulture, but there you go. it's not it's specifically tangential about related. bees. Beophile. That all we learned today? Oh, Are I you think I injecting the Did you learn something too? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I'll remember when I listen back. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh, that's, that's all. Right. Mm. I'll punch in what I learned. Did you learn that you <laughs> want to be a remote worker so that you can hack into people's bodies and live out your fantasies without having to kill yourself? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Learn that it's Sunday, baby. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's what I learned. Yeah. Sunday, no. baby. <laughs> you don't want to have your body taken over or take over somebody else's body? I don't want to take over somebody's body. I think like where where they go during this entire endeavor. Are they in my body? That's even worse. So then uh, you're okay with a, a bot taking over you then? Sure. I mean, if it's a good person. If it's like good at what it does. Yeah. Like, oh, just take over sex my life. Bot. Make me a sex bot for a minute so I can... And also a, the rock So I can bot. seduce this lady into marriage and take her fucking fortune because it's mm-hmm. Oprah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Using your powers for good. <laughs> Turns out Oprah was a bot the whole time. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's how she made her millions. <laughs> Who else could do that kind of productivity with that many shows, that many uh, episodes, you know? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Dr. Phil is a robot. All right. I guess I didn't learn that much then. So who's leading us out? And maybe we should do a cigarette ad before we fucking get out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should just Why take not? up smoking before this is over. <laughs> no, we're not going to do another cigarette ad. <laughs> we got to save some cigarette ads for the next cycle. <laughs> Gotta get people warmed up to cigarettes. The next ones are when they start selling this. Dude, if people start smoking cigarettes because we started playing old fashioned cigarette ads, you bet your ass it's gonna be people studying these cigarette ads. So, fucking madmen. Fucking eyes peeled for that study, motherfuckers. So, Pod King. You want me to lead Pod us King. out? Lead us out. Well, from all of us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission of information. Podcast Nation. Oh, you added yeah, some extra letters in you there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Scott Cass <laughs> Check out Captain Badass. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, bid you all motherfuckers adieu. See you later, Scott Castigators. <laughs> right. He's doing all, all of All hail Scott Cast. <laughs> Glory be to Scott Cast. Glory be to Scott Cast. All right. <laughs> Wait for the response. Yeah. No, that was a good podcast. Yeah, it's fun. You gonna let the whole song play out like last time? Oh, you are okay. Yeah, we're doing that now. At least for a couple episodes. Yeah. Now it's a thing. I like it. I feel like there's possibility. It's a fertile ground mm-hmm. for something. Right? Yeah. It's just like at this point we're in the surreal territory. Yeah. Like, are they still listening? Probably not. Why? <laughs> <laughs> there's always one that wants to listen. Right? The guy who's in the bath and can't reach his fucking phone. We're going to sneak in some gem just right at the end. Yeah. They're going to miss it. We better come up with something fucking funny. (laughs) 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 Yep. Someone. I'm going to take a drink. Someone say something. Scott's just drinking now to to close out the episode. (sighs) Yeah. 
I'm drinking mango. It tastes good. What's your taste test? I got uh, watermelon. It's it's all right. It's fine. It's good enough. All right. Yeah, same here. Okay. Fuck. Thought there Thought would be more of that. Yeah. Thought to be White Claw. Mm. I mean, one day. Now we're announcing our White Claw sponsorship right nope. at the end. No, nope. if White Claw Gabe ain't getting a sponsorship, you know we're not getting a fucking sponsorship. This is Busta. It's a classic music mixed in with White Claw Gabe. Mhm. Well, that's a good idea. Let's see. What's a good one? Woo! Sunday, baby. Woo! Yeah. Fuck, baby. Fuck yeah. Woo! Sunday, Sunday, baby. Woo! Yeah, Sunday brush, baby. Fuck, baby. Fuck, yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the person's like listening in the, the shower and scrambling. They're like slipping and falling and then wiping out. There's a head head wound. That's blood right. gushing out. They're like, yeah, I was just trying to shut this damn podcast off. Yeah, well, you know, we still have an opportunity to make up for what we've done to them mm-hmm. in the past two minutes right how much more time are we talking here i don't know i feel like it's about <laughs> to end like every time yeah see i know it's one of those <laughs> old songs you never know yeah they just run on the same theme forever and this song like if you go and listen to the jazz standard it's called mm-hmm. who's sorry now and it's actually a really sad song and it's never played this peppy <laughs> yeah it's pretty <laughs> upbeat for a sad song yeah like this is the only time it's played peppy Oh, there we go. Well, nice. and we're done. <laughs> <laughs>